all of my creepers and my creepettes. Hey guys. Welcome back. This is our third episode for October. Yeah. It's always a good October. You can fit three episodes in. Always. And we wanted to make sure it was extra spooky. Yeah, this is a hill that I will die on. <laughs> Already. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about the Hill House in Mineral Wells, Texas. Yes. Not to be confused with the haunting of hill house which takes place in like georgia or something there are several different hill scary movies it's like you get a little bit of elevation and shit hits the fan in this case i don't think it's the elevation that makes them crazy (laughs) see where you're going (laughs) mineral wells is a town in texas it's like an i want to say an hour-ish southeast of fort worth okay town was founded because of the mineral wells yep yeah so the town was founded because of the mineral wells um and you can actually still buy the water from mineral wells texas and some of the uh, surrounding grocery stores you can it's called crazy water uh, due to the fact that people with mental illness would come to the town and drink the water and it would help. So, they call it crazy water because it helped the crazies. And they later discovered that a lot of it, it was true to having some healing properties. And it's because the amounts of said minerals, but also lithium that was found in the water, which is still used in several medications today. Yep. Like for depression and bipolar disorder, other things of that nature. So in uh, celebration, we went to the grocery store this afternoon and bought us each a bottle of crazy water. And uh, I'm still not sure how I feel about it. (laughs) You were, yeah, you were pretty nervous whenever I brought it home. (laughs) You were like, oh, we're actually going to drink it. (laughs) It's like a spooky like haunted house water yeah and i don't know that i want that you have ghosts in your blood (laughs) i don't want ghosts in my blood (laughs) you can definitely tell it's mineral water like it has a texture to it It has a texture to it it's weird (laughs) well actually there are different types of the crazy water that you can purchase so they call it choosing your level of crazy hi very much crazy (laughs) So you can go with number two, which is welled at 250 feet and has the least amount of minerals. And That was very minerally for being the least amount of minerals. (laughs) Number three is welled at 360 feet, which is your like medium level of mineral. Okay. Well, for their listing. And then you have number four as the highest strength at 120 feet. And it says that the recommended amount is two glasses of water a day if you can handle it. Plot twist. It's just slightly wet sand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's muddy sand. Drink this. Yeah. Okay. Do you like it? Uh, Not particularly. (laughs) Does it need to be colder? No, it needs less grit. (laughs) It's not sandpaper. I prefer my water. I prefer my water fine grit. So, okay, not coarse. 
I think you're being a drama queen. Me? Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> it's not bad. I will show you a drama queen. Yep. You're real good at it, too. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about this haunted house? Okay. Didn't I tell you that house is haunted? <laughs> Who sings that, Louis Prima? I think so. That's a good one. Every time the, the goblins are like, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> so Hill House was built in 1890 by a member of the Jaeger family. Were they Meisters? <laughs> Meisters of the Jaeger? <laughs> no. Oh. They were not. The Jaeger family is also one of the founding families of Mineral Wells, Texas. C.F. Jaeger owned the property, but he did not live in the house. His two sisters who were both widowed, lived in the house. I probably wouldn't live in the house either. Well, they just well, built it. There shouldn't be anything wrong with it yet. Allegedly. It's fresh. Hmm. <laughs> C.F. Yeager, who owned the property, he was the local pharmacist. And even though, as I mentioned, he never lived on the property, some people believe that one of the spirits left in the house is Dr. Yeager. Or they call him Dr. Yeager, but I don't know. I don't know if he was technically a doctor. Okay. So that's what he wants. He's a pharmacist. He just wanted the rights to the sand water <laughs> to sell to the crazy people. Yeah. Okay. So his two widowed sisters lived in the house and they turned it into a makeshift hospital. Mm -hmm. As one does in this time period. Yes. The sisters' names are Fanny Yeager Kyle and Susan Deborah Renfro. So this is kind of a side note. Okay. <laughs> little tangent here. But if I had a dime for every episode of Deadly Women from this time period that had to do with a woman setting up a hospital in her house and then like, killing everybody, <laughs> I'd be a rich man. Yeah. That's like all of them. It's like textbook. Yeah. Basic. <laughs> Basic murderers. <laughs> so as they turned this house into a makeshift hospital they also had three wells on their property that had the crazy water so they had it on tap i can just imagine them like under the tap just like ah, party <laughs> crazy, crazy water, water. <laughs> and people traveled from all around to come and be healed by said crazy water so a lot of the pop-up hospitals, they mm -hmm. were pretty normal. Oh, yeah. You just almost spilled crazy water over, all did. over the equipment. I did. Okay. That would have been crazy. would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the sisters lived in the house until Fanny died in the home of just from old age, according to death records. But she died in 1924. And then her sister Susan died in the home in 1928 from the flu. Okay, so we've made it almost 40-ish years with nothing crazier than the water happening. Well, so they had their house as a makeshift hospital for the flu. So there were several deaths in the house from the flu and then also both of the sisters. Right, but as of right now, no, like, it's not famed for being the creepy house on the block or anything yet. Nope, but that happens pretty short after. <laughs> 
because after both the sisters died, the house was sold and turned into a brothel. <laughs> As one does. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Hill House is also a block away from the Baker Hotel, which a lot of people say is one of the most haunted hotels in all of Texas. Mm-hmm. And it currently is sets vacant today. Ooh, creepy. Vacancy. Creepy. But because it was so close to the Baker Hotel, they had a lot of traffic from the hotel, and it was kind of like... They're... It's almost like they planted that. It's almost like they planted it. <laughs> <laughs> and the hotel had a lot of traffic, too, because of the crazy water. Mm-hmm. But while the Hill House was a brothel, it was also a gambling den and had a bootleg operation for alcohol during the Prohibition. Which that bootleg period only lasted at max five years. Mm-hmm. But and there the was prohibition was over. Yes, but it was rough and tough that whole time. Yeah. It is also said that there are tunnels under the Hill House that run to the Baker Hotel and possibly other areas in town. Especially if it was a bootleg operation. That just is an easy way to transport. I'm curious how legit that claim is. I don't remember them talking about tunnels in any of the... I think the orig- the current owners, they mentioned that, yes, we have tunnels. Yes, we know where they are. They're buried along with all three wells. Oh, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure that's what I heard her say. Okay. So in that span of mass illegal activity, it's said that one of the prostitutes gave birth inside the Hill House to a disfigured child named Joshua. And he died at the age of six in 1959. Under suspicious circumstances, right? I think all of the murders are pretty suspicious. <laughs> like past this point where well, everything starts to be yeah. legal activity. It's kind of, you kind of know, but you don't, you don't actually know. Yeah. It's one of those things, especially in a small town where everybody knows, but Mm -hmm. they don't actually know. Right. In the 1990s, a family lived in the Hill House and practiced voodoo. And some people think that that's whenever the darker energy took over, which is known as Toby, which we will talk more about in just a minute. But I think they lived there from like the mid 90s to... The 2000 teens. Some of these claims, I wonder how legit they are. Because it seems like with every haunted house, especially in small towns, oh, it's there were these people there, they, they were part of a cult, or they were practiced witchcraft, or they were satanic. Mm-hmm. Like, is that true? Or is that what you think they're doing? Is that what the small town rumor is? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know that that stuff is that widespread, you know, that it it could be associated with every single haunting or, mm-hmm. you know, some of the so some of the information that we have, it's kind of hard because we're told one thing, but then through mass amounts of paranormal investigation, the evidence that they're getting is the spirit saying something different. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, actually, it happened like this. And, and how can you, which one do you fully trust? Right. Well, and I also feel like any evidence you get in that is a spirit saying something, you also need to like be very wary of, too. 
Because you don't know that you're talking to what you, they say you're talking to. Right. And uh, especially with a haunting of this level where so many of the entities are deemed malevolent. Who's who's to say it's not something big and scary that's lying to you to try and gain your trust? I 100% agree. So I, I feel like any story of, now this is what really happened, you get from a, a paranormal means, you should, if you can't, if you can't confirm it with uh, living documentation, you should take that with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and not give it too much energy. I could agree with that. I, and I don't know if this was practically known that this family practiced voodoo or not, but I do know that they have paranormal information from one of the spirits saying that that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Because it goes from like so uh, allegedly, it it goes from like practicing voodoo to oh the girls were playing with a Ouija board, which are two different things. Which that is reported with the same family is that the two little girls played with the Ouija board a lot. Right. Which I mean, I would not touch a Ouija board mm-hmm. for no reason, but just it can be played with innocently. And, and bad, bad things, things happen. happen because you don't know what you're doing. Yes. You're not necessarily some... It just opens a door. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, after that family, it was sold again and turned into a rental property. But it was well known to be haunted at this point. And in 2013, the house sold again to Phil and Kim Kirchhoff. And they... Uh, I feel sorry for them. <laughs> they thought that this was just... A fixer upper house and they had no idea of any of the history until all the neighbors started talking after they had already purchased the house mm-hmm. i do want to talk about i think this might be a good place to put it the house itself you know you, you said they were thought of it as a fixer upper mm-hmm. it's laid out so weird it is really weird you can see it really well in the drone images it it just has like the. it's an odd shape it, it, yeah it's it's not a rectangle or even like a, you know, a lot of houses today are kind of like L-shaped. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like it has hallways going all kinds of crazy directions. And, and then there we were watching a particular uh, investigator who got some good footage from the inside from different angles than you would normally see on a lot of the other shows. The rooms were shaped really weird. Like really skinny and long. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh, and I do wonder if the shape of the building amplifies any of the the energy trapped inside of it, like... Well, I think it would be weird, because do you remember whenever we were looking to buy houses one time, mm-hmm. and we went into this one particular house, and as soon as we walked in, I got this, like, splitting migraine, and I don't just typically get migraines, but I had this intense head pressure, and I noticed that at the same time as I noticed how weird the layout of the house was. And it set awkwardly on the lot. Yeah, it was like, like crooked on the lot. And it made the rooms on the inside feel crooked. Yeah, it was super weird. And uh, I didn't even care to look at the rest of the house. I was so like, we got to go. That that makes me wonder if if architecture plays into like amplifying certain energies, you know. Well, and we had found out that at that house, um, somebody had been shot in the head there. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I had a migraine. 
It's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Or what if that just changes the energy so much, like the odd shapes of the house, that it just naturally gravitates negative energy? I think that's I think that's totally possible. Um, a lot of people ha- actually refer to this house as a portal to hell. Also, the Hill House. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I I think that's totally possible. Or else, like feng shui wouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know kind of confirm that with just how drafty your house is if you leave open certain how the wind flows through your house other energies are going to flow just like wind will mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so while the kirchhoffs still had hill house in their ownership i didn't see how long they stayed there but they did not live there very long on the property um, kim got to the point where she didn't like being there at all and phil had a really hard time just going and cutting the grass I wouldn't, like, especially once I experienced anything for myself, I probably would not step foot back on the property. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nope. They did start to allow overnight stays and paranormal investigations, though. So a lot of paranormal teams started coming through this house. But in 2017, (laughs) I guess they had enough, and they put the house up for sale. And in 2018, they had to drop the price on it before it would sell Mm -hmm. again. And that was bought by Sonny and Kathy Estes, who still allow overnight stays and paranormal investigations today. I don't I don't know that I could overnight stay at somewhere that is, like, violently haunted. Well, so they say, the Estes's, they say that they have cameras all over the entire house, even in the bedrooms and things. And they have uh, paranormal equipment all the time to just catch as much evidence as they can which is consistent and constant. But they say that over 50% of people cannot stay the entire night. I feel like I had enough. Like, like it was a, a big enough stretch enough for me to just go to like the, uh, the Fort Stanton sanatorium. Oh, yeah, when we went through the hospital. But to go to a, a, a house that is so frequently with physical interactions scratchings and whatnot yeah they have everything across the board uh, with their paranormal occurrences even includes people getting sick nauseous as soon as they step into the house disembodied voices of course there's lots of hair pulling or clothes clothing pulling um, scratching and biting and both of them either just being like little red lines that you're used to seeing and some of them are like gouged out yeah and teeth marks that broke the skin and these people are bleeding like i feel like if you know that is a possibility like it doesn't make sense to me of going in the first place that's really int- it's one thing to feel something move your hair you know or but like your hear footsteps or yeah. you know your orbs and that sort of stuff like the but they legitimately have blood running down their arm Nope, no thanks crazy also moving objects and some of the people that stay the night there's been footage caught of their foot being picked up and then just dropped. No thanks. Or, um, you know, depressions in the side of the bed sitting mm-hmm. next to you. But one lady was violently pulled out of her bed. No thanks. I think I saw the footage for it earlier, too. And she had talked about it. Kathy Estes was talking about it. And I think she said that they were uh, kind of a rowdy crowd. 
and they didn't really believe. Mm-hmm. So they are just busting through there, basically making fun of all the ghosts, which is the last thing you want to do. And <laughs> she goes to lay on the bed. Her first problem was they said she had her arm hanging off the side of the no. bed. You don't leave your arm hanging off the side of the bed. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but her arm was yanked and they pulled super hard. It was crazy. So as we've kind of mentioned, several people have died on the property. <laughs> <laughs> several. Several. Um, so that's both sisters. From when the house was originally built. Several patients from the flu outbreak. And I don't know that there's a number of flu patients. I don't think so. Because um, I don't know that it was even uh, like a official facility, you know? Right. And that would have been during Spanish flu. And a lot of people died from Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. There's also at least one report of a prostitute being shot by a drunk customer. Which I'm sure there was probably more than one that died from a drunk customer. Yeah. And then the little six-year-old boy, Joshua, which was one of his, his mother was one of the prostitutes. There was also a man that fell from the roof while working on the chimney that died there. There was a seven-year-old boy from whenever it was a rent house. And he was said to have accidentally hung himself from his swing set through paranormal investigations They say that his name is Jacob. And Jacob has told them that the family that lived there from the 90s to the 2010s era, they were the ones that did voodoo. And specifically, Jacob specifically said that they brought in seven demons. Not dark Mm -hmm. entities or negative energy, but demons. So again, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, because, I mean, this is in particular... Is is Jacob the spirit of a little boy, or is Jacob something darker? Is he one of them seven demons? Right, and you, there is honestly no way for you to know that because I mean, what if you're, what if it's just trying to gain your trust so that it can, especially since we already its... know it's a violent energy type household. Right. There was also a young girl named Madeline, and she was hit by a car in front of the house. But she managed to crawl up the steps of the house and ended up dying on the steps. And then also there's said to be a little kid that fell down one of the wells on the property. And I've heard both boy and girl, so I'm not sure which one. But It could have been more than one occurrence, too. Mm -hmm. Lassie's always saying someone (laughs) fell down the well. Dang it, Lassie. (laughs) (laughs) But even through all of the deaths, there are believed to be nine spirits. In Hill House. Well, and I think it said that the the spirits go back and forth from the house to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like so they're linked to both. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even especially if they have tunnels. Mm-hmm. Back, ugh, could you imagine how creepy those tunnels are? <laughs> I honestly don't know that I could like just tunnels in general are creepy to me. Oh, yes. But could you imagine all the stuff that happened just in the tunnels? Yeah. In the in-between space? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I hope that they're at least like walking tunnels. Like that's one of my. Can we stand up in it? (laughs) That's one of the like watching videos of people cave dive. And it's like they have to worm crawl through it. Mm -hmm. I guess it means that raises my anxiety so high. Mm -hmm. That's a bad time. (laughs) (laughs) So a few of the more popular spirits in the house we want to talk about. 
Uh, Toby is the most infamous entity known at the Hill House. And it is believed that he did not die in the home, but he is very malevolent. And he is not considered to be human at all. And there has been, through, again, paranormal investigations, they have a recording of supposedly Toby saying specifically that he is a demon. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, especially if he's claiming that, his name's probably not Toby. Right. Like, that's a very generic name. (laughs) But he mostly stays upstairs, and he is known for the most malicious attacks in the house. Sonny Estes, who is the husband, the current Current owner, owner, says that one day he was up there aggravating Toby. And the next day, Sonny was just walking through Toby's room, and all of a sudden something hit him on the head. And it was bad enough that he went to his doctor and turned out he had a concussion, which is intense. I also don't understand why people, like, intentionally try to aggravate things. Right, especially whenever you're already getting this much proof. Don't be greedy. (laughs) (laughs) That's when bad things happen. (laughs) Do you want to get ghost slapped? This is how you get ghost slapped. (laughs) Toby also is responsible for a lot of the scratching and biting. I believe he's also thrown some objects, or at least knocked them over. Mm -hmm. Then there's the scratcher man Mm -hmm. named Willie. He's in a room called the scratcher room. That's where... Funny. Funny how things are named. (laughs) That's where the scratches be happening. (laughs) It's just like a scratching post in the middle. Right there, right there. (laughs) To the left. (laughs) But that room just happens to be connected to a bathroom that is closed off uh, after a murder-suicide in 1955. And they closed the bathroom off in 1960. I don't remember specifically uh, which one we were watching, but I'm pretty sure they said that it was a woman that went into the bathroom with a shotgun and shot her lover, whatever he was to her, and then turned it around on herself. Mm -hmm. And then the, the third... I guess infamous room is the axe room and there's been several things happen in this room when it was being rented uh, an axe was flown across the room and embedded into the couch almost hitting the owner's mom in the head but this room they say like a lot of the overnighters want to sleep in this room mm-hmm. because it, during the day it, it feels the most calm it looks the most normal they say it feels the most peaceful but it, whatever's in there is just trying to make you feel comfortable. And once you fall asleep, that's when stuff starts happening. The current owners say that it is the most active room in the house. It's very misleading. The current owner, Kathy, she mentioned one night she was staying or she was sleeping in the room and she woke up and her shirt was tied in a knot around her neck and she couldn't breathe. Yeah. Which is funny, though. Right after the episode we talk about sleep paralysis <laughs> yeah and then you got demons choking you <laughs> maybe there's the same the house has an official website hauntedhillhouse.com you can go there to uh, book your stay that one would be an intense one though no i wouldn't step foot on that property because in the 50 percent that make it through the entire night i mean that includes professional paranormal teams people that have been doing it for years I don't know that I would even directly look at it from across the street. Ooh. I'd just be like... Well, it's crazy that you say that because a lot of people talk about being drawn to the house. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I saw one lady on YouTube. She was talking about it. They call it Hill House because it is butted up next to a hill. Locally, it's referred to as East Mountain, but it's not a mountain. There's no mountains in Texas. No, it's a hill. <laughs> but on the hill, are it's just covered with natural springs, mm-hmm. including the three wells that were on the property. So she kind of alluded to what if Toby specifically is a guardian of the springs. <laughs> it was kind of crazy, but just because of all the other stuff and it's known as crazy water and it's it's already all weird right i mean i'm i wouldn't rule anything out but i think toby sounds very mean to be just a guardian yeah but on the website of course you can book your stay but there's also there are tons of paranormal shows that have featured the house and you can find a good mix of them on the website you can rent it for a bachelor party and birthday parties <laughs> why why that doesn't sound like any fun well so that is one thing i will say you know i think it's really cool to allow the paranormal teams to come through but i feel like it's kind of been turned into it's kind of gimmicky now because they have like extra creepy mannequins and stuff around the house now like you don't have to add anything to it it's creepy by itself you made it a tourist attraction yeah yeah, but gimmicky or not i still don't want to go like (laughs) i wouldn't put myself in that much danger i'm in danger danger. (laughs) one show in particular was death walker with nick groff i guess he split off and started his own show he's from ghost adventures yeah it's season two episode three is the the haunted hill house I really liked it. I do. I liked his show in general. We were kind of talking about how the production quality seems a lot better than Ghost Adventures. Mm. He's not walking around with the cheesy night vision. Yeah, because you don't have to have that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can tell in Ghost Adventures with the night vision, you can tell there's a light on. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. It's because Zach is such a goober. Just turn the night vision off and let us see what the lo- shot looks like. <laughs> Nick did a really good job, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, but they they there's an episode on the the Hill House in that same season. There's an episode on I think the hospital and the hotel in Mineral Wells. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff happening there. <laughs> maybe maybe we stay away from Mineral Wells. Well, we're drinking the crazy water right now. Yeah, why did you bring this into our house? <laughs> For adventure. <laughs> For adventure. <laughs> oh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> a spooky adventure because it's October. Sometimes I just want to watch other people adventure. I don't necessarily want to participate in the adventure. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all, that's all I got. I'm ready for some Bob's Burgers. Already? Yeah. Can you not hear like how, how blustery and creepy it is outside? It's the best. I mean, it's nice, but <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. Don't forget, we have a merch store now. Yeah, the link is something like Reapers Creepers dot Creator dash Spring dot com, something like that. But the easiest way to find it is to go to our Facebook or our Instagram. 
and go to our links. And there's a link tree where you can find downloads to all of our episodes as well as the merch store and the rest of our socials. We have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs. There's some cool stuff on there. Beanies. We're working on some more art to add some more products up there within the near future also. Yeah. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. Be sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We also have an email address. It is reaperscreepers.spooky22 at gmail.com. So send us your spooky stories because we want to hear all the spooky stories. Again, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Be sure you're sharing with all your friends and... We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.